So before we begin today's episode, Hasa and I want to acknowledge our own privilege in that we are not members of the Black community living in America. We acknowledge as international students living in the Philippines, we cannot speak on behalf of the Black community about their experiences. With that being said, we wanted to weigh in and use our own platform to speak on racial injustices because, in the words of Desmond Tutu, if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Hello and welcome back to the second and third opinion, where Ari and I discuss issues you never thought warranted an hour of attention. So, um, to follow up from our lighter episode, episode four, High School Quento with New Alumni, which by the way, should watch, great episode. Watch. Great episode. What? Listen, sorry, <laughs> you should listen to it. Great listen episode. to it. <laughs> um, so obviously following up from our previous episode, Ari and I also wanted to discuss um, what was happening around the world, and I'm sure as anyone who has not been living under a rock these last month this last month mm-hmm. would know um much has happened um just just to get straight into the big boy news as ari put it so precisely mm-hmm. the first time we tried recording this <laughs> i really was not like i was not on my game the first time we recorded this uh, uh, a mere five minutes ago but anyways big boy big boy topic big boy topic mm-hmm on May 25, 2020, George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, was killed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, during an arrest for allegedly using a counterfeit bill. Derek Chauvin, a white police officer, knelt on Floyd's neck for almost nine minutes while Floyd was handcuffed and lying face down in the street. So, um, following George, following Floyd's death, it triggered demonstrations and protests in more than 75 U.S. cities and across the world against police brutality, police racism, and lack of police accountability. So we thought we wanted to weigh in on what was happening. Mm-hmm. We obviously we actually were thinking about making this episode four instead of uh, episode five as it is now. However, we really just wanted to give it some time and just to let it, yeah. you know, let it sink in. I guess and yeah, just watch um, it play out, and then also give some time for us to you know get a little a little more educated on what we're going to talk about because we didn't want to come to the episode under like underprepared i guess or just talking about nonsense or like we just want we just want to like let it play out more so that like it's obviously still a constantly evolving situation mm-hmm. and we wanted to offer the most informed and objective mm-hmm. opinions like we could possibly give like yeah so following this there was like a frenzy on social media um everyone was posting and i think um while it was super important and it is super important to use your platform and speak out about these issues. I can confidently say it was very overwhelming um, to just, mm-hmm. you know, see this every day. And like, I always hear like when I watch like YouTubers, this is so random. I always hear YouTubers say like, oh, in the morning I check the news, but I don't like to like stay on the news too much because it's toxic or whatever. And I never understood that until like recently when like mm-hmm. everything is just so overwhelming and crazy that. I agree because because like especially like especially now there are like there are a lot of people say like people like even people who aren't necessarily vocal vocally for the police mm-hmm. like people are literally posting like yeah if you don't post anything you're as bad as the white supremacists and stuff like that which I mean 
I, on social media, I think I've only posted once about it, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. So obviously, obviously, like, like I, I can sympathize with the issues of, like, with what Black Lives Matter is standing for, mm-hmm. but, like, I just make the choice not to post. Yeah, and I don't like, think... Because I don't want to give kind of, like, an uninformed, you know, um, it's like, almost impulsive post of, like, of me just yeah. expressing my feelings. Like I don't want my I don't want my social media to be just like how I feel. I want it to be like if I want to say something, I want to be informed about what I what I say. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. And I think it's more constructive to promote or like to encourage people to inform themselves and to encourage people to do extra research and really like learn about these issues rather than just posting like chains or and not really doing anything to like better themselves like. In their now, the, I, I complete. I completely agree. It's like, for example, last week on Tuesday, there was this Blackout Tuesday like trend where everyone posted a black photo mm-hmm. on their social media. Which I get it. Like, it's it's a good advocacy, but honestly, I thought that this it was very actually very counterproductive to like what people are trying to it achieve. Kind of because yeah, exactly because like because I get most of my news from social media. Like when my Instagram and Facebook feed is literally just black mm-hmm. right like i get dissuaded from actually engaging on social media so if your goal is to raise awareness and like to get people to more to be more aware about the issues i think it actually did a disservice to that advocacy because not because then um you're basically making people who don't want to like who are simply on social media to like get news or do whatever like they're less likely to spend time on it you know what i mean yeah no you, you, that, you no from? i understand that completely and it it it's more of like posting a black screen is more of like look at me i support black lives matter like i'm in solidarity with these people which is great showing your solidarity and support is great Mm -hmm. but if that's all you're doing like you post one black screen and you're like okay i'm done for the day i'm a great person my sins have been erased like no absolutely not like that's like you've sorry but you're like you've done nothing to help to you're help not helping <laughs> you're not helping at all and i think mm-hmm. many people have said that and spoken out about that and this idea yeah. of performative activism is something that really bothers me because yeah um you're just hopping on a bandwagon hopping on a trend exactly and you're not taking the time to learn about the issue and better yourself like in real life i was talking about this with my brother yeah. the other day and he was saying how like he doesn't post about it on social media, but he takes the time to read about it and learn about it yeah. and then engage, actively engage in not being anti-racist in his daily life. Yeah. And I think that's like exa- so much like, better. That's so much more impactful. Exactly. Like again, like getting back to my point I said in the start of this episode, like not posting doesn't make you like mm-hmm. with um, like, you know what I mean, a white supremacist or like a racist because I think you choosing not to post, um, it's just simply like, mm-hmm. like posting about your solidarity with Black Lives Matter is great, but it's a choice that I think people should be like it should be up to the people to make. Yeah, like for example, if I have a very nice trip to say, um, Baraka or something like that, right? If I choose not to post about it, it doesn't mean I didn't have a good time. It just means that I don't want to post about yeah. it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so deep. I mean, I guess for some people, you know, if you can sit back and analyze why you didn't post and 
you have like a valid reason and you feel like, oh, I'm not educated enough to speak out about it, but I'm learning. And I don't really feel like plastering. You know, I mean, some people just don't feel like plastering everything on social media. And I, I understand using your platform is important. But again, like I also don't believe in uninformed activism where you like just you're just rash and you're just you know you are entitled to do that you can do whatever you want it's your social media account but personally i think hashtag free speech yeah i think you and i (laughs) are both in the opinion that we don't want to present an image of like like just like an emotional image on social media like this situation is like has caused outrage for Mm -hmm. me personally but i'm not gonna rant because i don't think that's productive personally but if you do that that's 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 your call but you shouldn't shame people for you know not engaging in that way everyone is entitled to do what they want on social media Uh, i also want to bring up since we're talking about this uninformed activism i saw it on someone's story and i wrote it down because i i just like it's you know it stood out to me and there was like a whole paragraph about this whole social media posting stuff, whatever, whatever. And one of the things on her post said, I don't need to know everything in order to speak up for what I believe in. And um, I'm not oh, going to okay, say... I've, I've, okay, I have so much to say about this. I, I, haven't, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, but like just by that statement, I have so much I want to say. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and say like I know everything and like I'm going to... You know, I you can only speak up if you know everything, obviously. But I'm not gonna act like knowledge is arbitrary. Like being informed mm-hmm. is not arbitrary, especially in this situation. I think that having an opinion without knowing the topic and without being able to back up your stance mm-hmm. is idiotic. It, like just to be straight, honestly, up, it is. I think, I think it's completely idiotic. Like you have the right to ha- to have whatever opinion. Like if you want to be Pro-abortion, anti-abortion, go ahead. If you want to be pro-Trump, anti-Trump, pro-Duterte, anti-Duterte, you know. Live your best life. Like, obviously, I will disagree with you on some of those things. More strongly with some than others. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, but at least I can respect that you have an opinion. Yeah. If you can back it up. Yeah. But that statement where you said you don't have to know everything. I, I, sorry, I'm, uh, this, this is actually like this is really this genuinely pisses me it, yeah, off. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I understand. Because like you, you have an opinion. An opinion is based off your observations on the world, right? Mm-hmm. You hold that opinion because of your experiences and what you know. But if you have an, but when you say that you have an opinion, that you can have an opinion without knowing everything means that you've gotten that opinion because everyone else has the same opinion and that you haven't actually done the research yourself to draw that opinion. Mm-hmm. If you have the same opinion as me, right? Mm-hmm. But you've drawn it through your own research, like through your own knowledge, then I can respect that. But what good is your opinion if your opinion is simply because every all your friends have the same opinion? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've done nothing to further, like, to further... Like, yourself. To, you're yeah. just... It's you're, performative. Yeah, you... Exactly. Like, you've literally hopped onto a bandwagon. You're a bandwagon. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, I mean... Like... Yeah. I, I Just go pop off. Pop off, sis. I can respect someone who has an opinion that's contradictory to mine more than I can respect someone who has an opinion but cannot back it up or, like, openly acknowledge that they do not have the knowledge to back up their own opinion. That's just idiotic. Like, the, because the more at you least, say it, the because, more idiotic oh, exactly. it sounds. Exactly. No. Be- yeah. Because, like... 
the the person who doesn't have the same opinion as me, all right, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. At least they've drawn like they've gotten it through their own like research, yeah. right? Like through their own knowledge. Like they've they they have gotten the evidence they've examined and drawn that opinion. I may very much disagree with their opinion, mm-hmm. but at least they've done their. You know what I mean? Like you can like respect they that can back it up. it's you know that's what they believe, and you can respect that. Exactly, I, they believe it because like they've got like they can back they can properly mm-hmm. back it up. Exactly. But again, if you cannot back up your opinion, I think you're you're a, gen, you're a bandwagon. Like you you have done nothing to further yourself as an individual. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. like I think by over. no and. <laughs> I think by saying I don't need to know everything in order to speak up, like obviously, we're not gonna sit here and say like pretend we like we know everything. know everything, and so we are correct. Like, yeah. absolutely not. But by making that statement, it implies that it sends the wrong message. I think than what they were trying to say, yeah. and it sends a message that you can be uninformed. Like, which is idiotic. Why would you stand up for something if you don't yeah, you can, know you cannot, why you're standing yeah. up for it? That's insane. Exactly. And also, like, okay, think of your opinions as egg in a basket, right? If you, you can hold a certain opinion, but I think people, the moment you get a piece of evidence that shows that your opinion is wrong or less valid than other opinions, it should be as simple as picking the egg up and transfer and putting another egg in. Yeah. Honestly, that's like, that's how I think opinions should be. As you evolve through life, as you learn more, as the world changes, your opinions should be open to change. You shouldn't, Mm -hmm. like, because... What happens is, if you have set opinions based on what other people say, it leads to like almost confirmation bias, where you just you only accept piece of information that back up your opinion mm-hmm. versus a, like other pieces of evidence that may you know contradict your your thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like think of it like, like think of it like the scientific. Sorry, I'm just gonna completely pop off. Just here, right? go. Think of it like the scientific method. Mm-hmm. The difference the 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 difference the difference between actual science versus say flat earthing flat earthing is that you collect in the scientific method you collect evidence to draw a conclusion mm-hmm. which is i th- which i think should be the way opinions should be yeah with flat earth the reason why flat earthing is not science is because they have a conclusion that earth is flat and then get evidence to support that mm-hmm. you, you, you get where i'm, co- you get where I'm coming yeah at? yeah like you flip it around, and I think that's counterproductive. And like, I I don't think this person meant that by saying this. I genuinely don't think this this um this statement has any like ill intention or the intention of sounding idiotic. Because why would you post that if you knew you would sound idiotic? But like, to me, that's <laughs> kind of worse. You know, that's like you're yeah. unaware that you're implying that. Un- uninformed activism is like okay and like it's, not, it's okay. not and you should and like what we're getting at is it's more important in my opinion to speak up about educating yourself and learning about issues and ap- applying solutions to your day-to-day life it's more important to speak up about that instead of just speaking up about being angry and i think that's why you and i like of course i'm not saying the outrage is wrong and I think it is just and valid, especially for members of the black community who are outraged because it is. But as, and I can say this as like, knowing this came from someone who isn't from the black community. And like, obviously, people in the black community, they have their opinions based off of their experiences and how, you know, all that. But, you know, this uninformed activism is not doing anyone 
any better. Any favors. Yeah. Not even I you agree. speaking up. Because you just look dumb. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And- anyway, sorry. I, th- that's that's my little rant. I just think that yeah, I completely agree with you. Uninformed opinions, uninformed activism, mm-hmm. completely counterproductive, borderline idiotic. Yeah, and th- <laughs> and that's why I've been hesitant. Not to sound like... like- yeah. yeah. And that's why, like, if you know me... And you see my like Instagram stories. Yes, I post stuff on my Instagram stories, but I've heavily pushed the, I like I've heavily pushed resources to educate yourself, and say mm-hmm. you should read this, you should watch this movie about it, blah 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 blah, blah. because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a that's the most accessible way, to fight the long fight because it's not just a trend. Like you, you know, even if you donate, even if you post a black square. Okay. Yeah. It 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 is a short term solution, and I think if you do not have the means to donate, educating yourself and learning, it's the best, it's thing, the you best thing you can do. Really. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent agree with you. It's yeah. One hundred percent agree with you. Um. So, do you want to talk about like the protests? Because I know you and I are both going to Boston for college. Yes. And so um, I'm sure this will be a reality that we will have to face. Yeah. Um, I find I okay. I am gonna bring up a point that uh, that I see a lot of more conservative um pundits bring up. Mm-hmm. Again, I am saying this completely like not arbitrarily, but like I'm not making a stand here. I'm merely bringing up a point, okay? Mm-hmm. Like a point that is that that is like normally brought up, okay? Yes. Again, just to be completely clear, this is not my personal opinion. Yes. So, so please, so please don't. Call me. I'm not a racist. I promise. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> can't? Wouldn't you? Like, obviously, America has been like, marred with these violent protests and riots all over. Right? Mm. That is undeniable. I mean, that is undeniable. I feel but like the media these, blows it up, but like, you can't deny that there has been violence. I mean, there's been National Guard has been activated in 27 states. I think that's very significant. But also, you can, I don't know, based off of what I've seen, and I'm not saying I know everything. Again. Um, a lot of the violence is instigated by the police. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. Why do you say that? Okay. Now, these are, now this is my opinion. What? I, why do you say that? I mean, I can't say for sure, but I've just seen instances where the police will, like, gas crowds, shoot rubber bullets at crowds that have been peacefully protesting. Like what happened in Washington outside of the. I mean, okay. I guess, the, I guess there have been incidents. White House. Where the police have instigated, yeah. And like, I feel like there. I, I can't name all. I can't, you know, shoot out a statistic where. Like, I can't for sure say that there have been more, but I think mm-hmm. that is something to consider as well. Continue, continue. Okay, now, now this is back to my opinion. Just, just, just for a moment. Because, like, honestly, you know. I, I have a theory as to why I think there's like, why there have been so many violent protests. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay, again, just to acknowledge, I know that there the violent protests are far are far outnumbered by peaceful protesters. Yes, and I am in no way condoning or like trying to justify violent protests. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, but like, I think like the reason why there are so many violent protests are it's like it's, it's a combination of number one, we've all been locked up for three months. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that that is the number one reason why we are going out protesting and like, and some people rioting. It's just when it's just a pressure cooker. So many what yeah 
when there have been so many other cases of black men dying and nothing's happened, mm. right? The reason why there's so much anger now is because we've been locked up for so long with nothing to do. Except get like, angry. It's, we've, like, we've li- it's, literally, it's literally been boiling for so long that, that the cap just gone off. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get that. But anyway, so that that's just my opinion. Back to my point I was trying to make earlier. Okay, so again, back to the conservative pundit um, point of view. Mm-hmm. Again, not my opinion. Wouldn't the violent protests... like? Aren't the violent protests, which arguably are instigated, like, which in some cases, to be fair, are instigated by the mm-hmm. police, but I think, but I mean, for the, I think personally, like, for the most part, instigated by protesters that just, you know, turn violent, mm-hmm. wouldn't, isn't that like the antithesis of what they're trying to advocate for? Because they're trying to advocate for more justice towards African Americans, but now you're just breaking the law. I mean, I think it's a very complicated situation because, in part, as we mentioned that police are instigating violence in part, um, white supremacists are hijacking, hijacking quote unquote protests. Like after the peaceful protest has ended, white supremacist groups will literally come in and start looting and rioting. Ooh. Yeah. That has happened. I mean, wh- where? Um, I have an example here in Minnesota, Minnesota officials link are arrested looters to white supremacist groups. Go on. St. Paul St. Paul Mayor Governor Tim Waltz on Sunday backed down from the claims that 80% of those arrested looting were from out-of-state town and stressed that bad actors from outside cities played a significant role in the destruction. 80% of those arrested for looting were from out-of-state or out-of-town. Mm-hmm. So they weren't the protesters from Minneapolis. Okay. Um, so that is a part of it. I'm not saying again, not saying all, but while mm. I do not like I do not condone violence in any way and I think peaceful protests like I support peaceful I support peaceful protesting literally people power. We I think we have to understand that the argument for the violence is that there has been no justice and this the justice system has failed the black community time and time again. And so if you are like, in simple terms, like, quote, if you're like going to arrest us anyways, and if you're going to kill us anyways, like, there's outrage there. And it's like, well, the system is up, it doesn't work. So get you. Haha, I'm mad, etc. So I think that is an argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I won't press you too much on that one, because I, I, I don't think I'm informed enough to... Uh... Given an informed, an informed, and like um, I think also like in the past, there you know, violence tends to draw attention to the issue, and like I guess the only way to make outrage stop is to make change happen. Um. So yeah, I mean, we didn't really touch too heavily on like the specifics of Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement, and I think that's intentional in that, um, we definitely want you our listeners to hear it from members of the black community because it is their experience and we do not want to detract from it we're just talking about how we've been engaging with activism so um we like we're not in the position to talk about the black experience exactly and so you know we recommend doing your own research watching movies documentaries listening to podcasts um like one us. Night, like us but if you want to listen to a podcast about Black Lives Matter and the experiences of the Black community. I recommend Pod Save the People. It's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's it. So, 
Would you like to segue? Sure. Um, obviously, I think everyone that goes to ISM will know about this. And for those that don't go to ISM, now you will know in the next 30 seconds. There has been a website going around named ISM Corruption. Shall I read the intro to it? Yeah. So, ISM Corruption. This is the product of months of interviewing current parents and high school students on the inner workings of International School Manila. This article is written with the purpose of informing people about the corruption which takes place at this school. As the school is more, as the school with the most expensive tuition in Manila, we believe that everyone who is affiliated with this institution deserves to know the truth. And oh then it's God, this, just this, this, a this, bunch. This, this, web, this website pisses me off so much. It's just a bunch <laughs> of opinions anonymously sent in. So fun fact: so, so, someone actually, someone actually approached me. I'm asking to uh, to call to contribute, but wow, no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I have. I think it's a waste of time, honestly. It, okay, here's okay. Before we even begin to speak on these issues, or whatever the complaints that were raised on this website, I want to say that a there were some valid points. To, Not to all. Be fair, yeah. To be to fair, be fair, there were some valid points about, um, you know, favoritism, favoritism, and like, okay, favoritism. We'll get to that, but about you know pushing for Ivy Leagues and the pressure because you know we can mm. see that you know yeah. obviously Ivy Leagues and like big name schools, you know, are a big deal and. That's a thing. And then things about teachers, I can understand, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is... Um, That's life, man. Like, Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, and it's... Like, okay, I want to be very clear. The said favoritism is not based off of race, gender, ethnicity, sexuality. It's based, no. off, it's based off how engaging no. you are, how engaged yes. you are with the teacher. One of the things was like less extroverted students are not favorited even though they work hard and like while that is true i mean that's, that's how life, life is like yeah. if you do not put yourself out there and get grab your opportunities and get leadership positions then how do you expect notoriety exactly i, I, I don't understand and also i want to be clear also that me and jose um may come off as like privileged in this scenario and that we didn't really experience these situations but if you but i would just like to say that i know the both of us worked really hard to be extroverted to get leadership positions to to maintain good relationships with our teachers so that we could get extra help to maintain good relationships with our counselors and like if it's any consolation right like i every time i have set i I did an application for like a council i have been rejected i have not been on a single council throughout all of high school and here you are not complaining exactly like like did i think i was more qualified than some of the people that got on sometimes yes but like that's life it's it's life man like you know what i mean like the thing is the the favoritism favoritism is a thing right like you have to play you have to play life is politics you have to to play the politics of life it's like okay Think about it this way. Like, ISM is such a bubble. It's mm-hmm. such a bubble, honestly. Yeah, it really is. Like, you are, like, peop- like some people fail to realize... Okay, I'm, again, it's just a rant. But, like, yeah. some people genuinely fail to realize that, like, what happens in ISM is, like, just a, like, literally scratching the surface of what actually happens in life. Like, 
Yeah. You have to play like people will always play favorites no matter where you are. And if you think and if you think that your future boss, your future employer, college will be completely fair. I'm sorry, man. It's it's not, not gonna happen. Gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And that's a not perfectly even the ideal world wherein you know administration is fair, your bosses are fair, your teachers are fair. It it there is no school in the world that is completely yeah. fair. And even if you know it mean? was like fair, for example, if I thought everything about our admin and everything about our school was perfect, whatever I think is perfect will not be the same for you and will exactly. not be the same for everyone else. Not everyone can win. And Exactly. And that is not and this is not about things that are out of your control. Like race, gender, ethnicity, sexuality. That's not the favoritism that happens in the school. And that's not the favoritism that's happening that people are complaining about. So I don't head scratch because it's not a systemic problem of like, you know, it's just certain people. It's just, it's not a systemic problem. That's just how life is. I'm sorry. And like, to be fair, I will say there were valid points. There were valid points about some some of the points were valid. Yeah, about you know, people like admin not listening. I mean, or our frustrations about admin not listening. I think that was valid, and yeah. But for the majority of the things on this article, it's, it just I, I, it's very whiny. It, I think. Yeah, and also like the thing about awards and how people don't deserve the awards they get, and like why do we have to watch awards? Why are we forced to watch awards? Like honestly, awards. If you know that you you could get an award if you work hard, wouldn't that motivate you to work hard? Yeah, like, I didn't win a single award when I was in. And I <laughs> when I was in ISM, not a single one. I not won to brag, zero. but I won the DT award. <laughs> but like, I never cared. <laughs> I never yeah. cared, and that's because I was secure with the work I was doing. I was secure that I was working hard, and yeah. I think this goes back to her activism thing in that this. This article came out after a student made a petition to, what was it, like, ban racial slurs and homophobic yeah. slurs, which I think is great. And I think this article came out, like, kind of riding off of the bandwagon activism. Like, we're going to do an expose on the whole systemic corruption, when in reality, it was, it just seemed like some, it just seemed like personal issues that people are complaining about. Yeah. And, like... Lots of these issues, again, like, lots of these complaints seemed uninformed. Like, I saw someone complaining yeah. about our vice principal, like, and favoritism. Oh, my God, I yeah, like, I was so bothered by that because like, our vice like, principal... I, I want to I tell that person, just talk to him. Like, if you take the time to talk to him, he'll like you. So, clearly, you've never talked to him in your life. And also, like, the fact that he gives, like, quote-unquote, bad kids, like, he shows them sympathy and he's compassionate with them that that's probably why they succeeded in in yeah. high school and like, that's probably why like, they you know I, I, just off the top of my head i can name three people who our vice principal has like has like you know what i mean like pulled from like the trenches and like actually helped them finish yeah. high school yeah you know what i mean like without it without the support our vice principal gave to like the three students i can think off the top of my head Mm-hmm. I don't think like, any of them would have passed. And that's... Honestly. Like, and why are you... Ba- like, it baffles me. Because that man is, like, b- like the best administrator at our school. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 
It's because he's compassionate with his students and like That's he young. understands them. And and so for you to be what jealous that you never understood, just talk to him. It's mm-hmm. fine. He will like I, I no. I'm firm in my I'm firm in my opinion about yeah. this. Like yeah, like some of the can, okay, it's some not, of the complaints oh, are valid. A, some of the complaints are valid, but honestly, it's life. That's how life works. Life, life is unfair. I'm sorry to break Life is you, unfair. Okay, I, I, I'm actually going to read one, okay, right now. This person says, if your parents are part of the board of trustees, you get unmatched benefits. So well, life goes. If your parents are on the board of anything. Well, duh. <laughs> right, it, That's not an ISM systemic problem. That's just a life Life. Thing. It's just life. Th- if, if your parents are the boss, like, oh, my brain, man. Wow, this is just like, an unhinged what? rant. Honestly, like, why are you why are you complaining about no, that? Because it goes back, it goes back to the uninformed thing, yeah, which like, bothers so, us so I'm much because you just sound stupid. Ah, I'm sorry, life is unfair, but it's just lie. Accept it. And again, I want to reiterate that the things people are complaining about are not about racism, yeah. not about colorism, like homophobia, whatever. Yeah, like, okay. it's not about that. Okay, it's like, just for example, about, okay. is it bad that if your parents are on the board of trustees, you get unmatched benefits? Yes. Yeah, I'm not denying that. That's unfair. Like That is unfair. But like, it's life, man. It's a reality com- in every yeah. situation. Why are you complaining? Like, what's the point in complaining? Oh my God. Like It's insane. To, to, to really to say, okay, I love ISM. And to say that that is uniquely an ISM, like ISM corruption. Are you on. naive? Are you naive? Like, exactly. It's not come ISM corruption. It's just life. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of naive. And also the the things about <sighs> again, there are and I'm I just to reiterate, there are some valid there are valid things. There in are here. valid points. That. There are valid points. I'm not trying to dispel the whole thing. And I think it is important for people to air out their concerns towards admin and to like talk about the issues that they have, but to package it in such a way that it is like a systemic issue and to kind of release it alongside this whole movement is so like not classy it's so not classy it's unclassy it's uh no and the thing the thing is the uninformed claims the thing that's sad is the uninformed claims really overshadow the i know the valid ones yeah like there's some claims like uh, there, there is one hold on there is one claim he'd actually like that's very true the system that ISM has in evaluating teachers is not very good. Even with the numerous complaints I hear from my student and her friends about certain teachers, they still manage to stay year after year. Okay, fine, fair That's enough. Fair. Are there teachers that you know are a bit questionable in ISM? Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. that is a valid complaint, right? Mm-hmm. But that then, is valid. when you what's it called? But then, when it's literally right beside something saying the vice principal is friends with a bunch of people who are typically the most troublemakers and defends them, but overreacts to other situations when they're reported to him, favoritism. With explanation it just devalues it just like, the just, de- just oh my god and yeah again i just hate that that was kind of a closing note for our high school experience because yeah, that's kind of sad because i had a great experience and i'm not saying you know that is my that only perfect, thing yeah and but... i'm not saying like i think we made it perfectly clear that there yeah. were valid points and we're not saying you shouldn't speak out about it. And we're not saying, like, this shouldn't have happened. We're just saying that some of the things are really just enraging because they are uninformed opinions. And the timing of which it came out is 
just just not classy and just not great. Recommendations. I can start. Yeah, go for it. So this is gonna be a bit out of the blue, but like hear me out. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom and Jerry. Okay. Okay. Not for the. Co- <gasps> okay. Um, what, why are you laughing? Because I haven't seen Tom and Jerry in maybe like years and. Yeah, but anyway, anyway. it's not necessarily because of the content, but it's, I actually saw this recently about something Warner Bros. puts up before every episode now of Tom and Jerry. They mm-hmm. say, "quote." Some of the cartoons you're about to see are a product of their time. They may depict some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that were commonplace in American society. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. While the following does not represent the Warner Bros. view of today's society, some of these cartoons are being presented as they were originally created. Because to do otherwise, to do so otherwise, would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. I, I love that. Wow, I stand that. I stand Warner Bros. Like, um. There's this, like, movie from HBO that they just took on recently. Hold on. HBO movie taken down. Hold on. Um, they took Gone with the Wind. Oh, oh my okay. god, I watched that movie. It's, like, so long. Yeah. It's they, so racist. <laughs> yeah, they removed Gone with the Wind because, like, it shows, like, it's, like, it's not, like, it's, like, it's too racist and all that stuff. But, like, yeah. honestly, I like the way, like, obviously, if they think it's too racist, I, like, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you do you. Like, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you from, you know, stopping racism. Like, that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think just the way Warner Bros. have done this with, like, Tom and Jerry and the other cartoons. It's I just think that's... So cl- it's so classy. Mm-hmm. And, like... That's the, the way, way to do way, it. it. It is. I think it's completely the way to do it. Because yeah. you, you still have to acknowledge that, that racism um, still exists and has existed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... And that's, that's important. Yeah. That is important. Anyway... That's my, that's my recommendation. Um, my recommendation for a movie is Queen and Slim. It's, um, I believe, I don't know if it was the director, the cinematographer also did Beyonce's Lemonade. Hang on. I think it was the director. Um, but anyways, it's about, it's basically Bonnie and Clyde in a modern context with the two protagonists being African-American. And so it's in the context of modern day America and how how race comes into play is also a huge part of it. It's cinematically stunning um, and it's really good. It's just overall really good. And it's it takes um, it takes a really interesting like context um, from a classic story of like Bonnie and Clyde put into modern day context. Um, I also would like to recommend the James Baldwin documentary. It's called I Am Not Your Negro. And it is um, it is like a documentary that is voiced over by letters. James Baldwin wrote to his editor. If you don't know, James Baldwin was a part of the civil rights movement. He was an, a black author. And it just was exponentially helped me understand the what black people in America go through. And it was just a really interesting documentary to watch. It's, it wasn't one of those like boring ones, I guess. Like it was narrated, it's narrated in the words of a black author and about his experiences. So I think it was really interesting and it's a really good thing to be watching at this time. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed. This has been a second and third opinion with Hassan Ari. Peace. Until next week. Hopefully, next week will be more fun. Okay, bye.